adults talk about life in their 20s and what being a grown-up really means. I'm Annie. And I'm Cheyenne. In this week's episode, we wanted to play a little game. We'll be playing We're Not Really Strangers. Um, So if you're not familiar with this game, it's a game that encourages you to dig deeper with whomever you're playing with. And this can be played with close friends, significant others, family members, or people you just met. So there are three levels, and each level has its own deck of cards. Level one is perception, level two is connection, and level three is reflection. And as each level progresses, the questions get deeper and deeper. So since the original deck has a lot of cards, we narrowed down the decks to a short list of questions a few days ago, but we haven't looked at the cards since, so this will be fresh in our heads as well. And we hope that you'll enjoy hearing a little bit more about us. I'm sure we'll learn a lot about Mm -hmm. each other too. And before we dive in, of course, let's give a life update. Cheyenne? Yeah, so um, last week I finished working part-time with Berksy. It was a really, really amazing experience, and I'm so grateful that I worked at a company for almost a whole year, which is crazy. that's great. Um, And I just definitely need a break before going into my next co-op early July. Um, And I also, hopefully, if things go smoothly, I'm going home in June. So I'm really excited to see my family. Um, I just got my second dose of the vaccine, so I'll be prepared, ready to go. Um, Yeah, how about you? Um, It's commencement week. Yay! Yay. So exciting. Things are really hitting this week. Mm -hmm. Feeling really sad that everyone's graduating and it feels real. Like when I was walking through campus and everyone was taking their pictures, I was like, oh my gosh. Um, Northeastern have has like a lot of cool activities for us mm-hmm. i haven't done any of them yet but i want to do one tomorrow it's like paint night with little Yachty. yeah i saw that that's so cool yeah i want to do that just to see what's up and there's like a virtual concert as well yeah oh so cool yeah yeah wow. what about your current obsessions um me and cheyenne got into too hot yes. to handle <laughs> Which is, like, actually we a did. horrible show. It's so bad. But it's, like, satisfying to see yeah. people, like, change and mm. grow. Yeah. I think it's, like, good because it's so trashy. But then it's also, like, you see the development. So it almost gives you, like, a glimmer of hope and faith yeah. in humanity, right? <laughs> like, if these people can change, then, like, True. anyone can change, yeah. right? And the narrator is, like, actually entertaining. Yeah. The narrator is really funny. Yeah. I like her a lot. Yeah, my along with Too Hot to Handle, um, recently I did a complete closet revamp. Um, I was realizing, you know, with like the past year and like COVID, body positivity and like body, your self-love has been really difficult. And part of it is because like none of my clothes fit yeah. anymore, right? And like that's just something that I need to fix myself and it's something that's very easy to fix. So I was like, why don't I just get a new wardrobe, mm-hmm. like completely get new clothes, Um so I went thrifting. Um, I did buy some clothes from like a few fast fashion companies, but I think like the justification there is that I definitely want to be using these pieces for years. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't buy just like the trendy things. They were all basics that I can definitely use for a while. So yeah. I've been very excited about that. That's super, super exciting. We love new clothes. Yes. It gives me like a fresh perspective. Yeah. And excitement. All right. Let's get started on this game. All right. So we're going to start with level one. So the point of this level is just to like get to kind of know the surface of each other Mm -hmm. and see kind of how you see yourself and how others see you. Yeah. All right. Question one. Do you think I intimidate others? Why or why not? So we'll both answer like for each other. Oh, okay. Um, 
no, I don't think you do because <laughs> you are, you like to tell stories a lot and I feel like that brings relatability mm. to other people. Mm. So like whenever you meet someone, you always have like a story yeah. to tell. So it's just a way to engage people so you don't, you're not intimidating yeah. because you usually talk first. Mm, true, true, true. I feel like you're not intimidating like once you start talking to you. Yeah. But I think from appearance, like you could seem intimidating yes. because like, you're kind of like quiet at first so yeah. I think from the outside perspective people might be like oh I don't like I'm kind of scared but no, I agree definitely you. once you start talking to them it's like you're also not like in terms of storytelling but I feel like you have a lot to share and like yeah. you can find things in common pretty easily yeah. so I think like that helps you relate with other people yeah. as well the thing is like I personally hate small talk mm, so it's I feel so that. hard for me yeah to appear nice Mm -hmm. when like I'm not the type of person to like make conversation right so I'd rather just be quiet Mm -hmm. but then like it it might come across yeah I know what you mean I think that's what I meant like I think once you get into the deeper conversation and you start having that conversation it's very clear that you're very easy to talk to but I think it's just getting over that first step of like the small talk which I agree is I'm like trying to improve on it it's so painful (laughs) (laughs) okay all right the next question do you think I fall in love easily? Why or why not? <laughs> this is interesting. I would actually say, even though, you know, if you listen to our previous episode, we talked about how Annie was like the first one to find a yeah. boyfriend. I would actually say no. I don't think you like easily fall in love. I think that you're very, very, um, like not, I don't know how to say it. like you're very careful with your decisions and yeah. you don't really allow yourself to dive into something without being sure mm. which is very respectable like I think it's very good to be like that because you know what you're doing right rather than like just diving head first and then being like oops <laughs> mistake yeah. right so I think like I don't think you fall in love quickly not to say that you don't fall in love like deeply you know right. what I mean yeah right because the question is easily yeah so I think you do. Yeah. <laughs> and sometimes it's not even just relationship. Yeah. It's just like yeah. with friendships mm-hmm. and sometimes it might be hard. Yeah. Because it's like you're too trusting yes, sometimes. I'm very much too trusting. Yeah. I feel like I give people the benefit of the doubt way too easily. Yeah. And then I end up being the one who's like hurt in the end. Yeah. Which is like sad. Definitely. But it's a good quality. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I do like it because even if it ends up like bad in the end, at least I'm like learning about myself right. and I'm learning like what I do like and what I don't like in friendships and relationships. Yeah. Because so. we're like opposites there. Like yeah. sometimes being too methodical with your decisions, mm. you miss out on mm. what could have been. Right. right. Yeah. Interesting. All right. Next question. What compliment do you think I hear the most? that you're so hardworking and productive (laughs) thank you I think yeah I think a lot of people yeah a lot of people think I'm like it's either that or they think I'm like really smart which is kind of funny because I'm really hardworking and I do a lot but I actually am not like quote unquote smart in terms of like academics or whatever Mm -hmm. but I would say you are I feel like yeah I feel like now I'm like okay but in high school I definitely wasn't Mm -hmm. I think you definitely get that you're very like attentive to detail and like you pay attention a lot and like you care a lot about everyone around you because of that attention to detail that's true people do I think the one I get the most though is that you're mature true 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 yeah yeah Yeah. 
Which you I'm are. like, what does that even mean? Yeah. I feel like I, we talked about this before, but it's like, I also used to get that a lot when I was a kid. Yeah. And it's funny because it's like, is that even a compliment when you're yeah. a kid? Like, True. I feel like now it is because we're entering like adult years and it's like, you need that maturity mm-hmm. to be able to like be an adult and like kind of live your life. But when you're a kid, it's like, if you're mature, like... Are, are you boring? Yeah. Like, are you are you sad? Like, true, true. you know what I mean. And I yeah. used to get that like literally when I was ten years old, mm. and I was like, uh, <laughs> to okay. me, like if I was to say a kid was mature, I mean like that they have good manners true, and yeah. like that yeah. they're like not well behaved. Mm, mm-hmm. That's what I would That's true, compliment yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next oh, it's one. Me. What does my Instagram tell you about me? <gasps> Can we take a peek? Yeah. Let's take a peek at each other's Instagram. Let's see. Annie Shum. What do I see from your Instagram? Ooh. I feel like the two things that pop out the most are that, like, you're artsy and, like, you have, you have like, a strong connection with your friends. Mm. Like, you care a lot about your friends and your community. Because, like, you have some really, really cool, like, artsy pictures. Yeah. Um, and, like, photography that, like, your friends did for you. And then you also have a lot of, like, really nice group photos. Mm. Like, outdoors. And interesting, interesting. I would say, honestly, like, on a first glance, I would say you're, like, you're really extroverted. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of funny because, like, obviously we yeah. know that you're more introverted, <laughs> yeah. like, now at least. Yeah. But, yeah, your Instagram would tell me that you're, like, a people person and, mm. like, you like going out a lot. Mm. Yours tells me that you're super active in everything. <laughs> like, you have a lot of resources on here. Your bio is, like, thicky. Like, you got <laughs> all this stuff going on, which is great. Um, yeah, that you're social. Because you do have a good amount of posts, mm-hmm. like, with your friends. Um, and you also have a bit of vulner- vulnerability in there. Mm, so, like, authentic true, and real, true. you know? Because you have those little Deeper pictures ones. that you post. Yeah. Um, and that you like posting pictures with Kenny. <laughs> I feel like it's always like that. I always, like, kind of just by accident. Because, you know, like, I, I got, like less frequent with posting i feel like when we were younger it was like oh i need to post something on mm-hmm. instagram but now it's like yeah. i post if there's something to share yeah rather course. than like oh i want to post something new mm-hmm. and i feel like it just so happens that like the only really like important things nowadays are like oh like you know one year or, yeah. like happy birthday or yeah. something like that and then it ends up making my feed just like my significant other. yeah and i'm like damn i mean social switch it up like social media has changed a lot yeah and it's like different people post different things mm-hmm. like some people don't even know what to post anymore yeah. like sometimes i'm not sure what i even mm-hmm. want to and sometimes i have something in mind but yeah. then i'm like i'm way too lazy to yeah, like do same. this right now so it's like yeah. yeah i feel like what is quote instagram worthy now has changed a lot yeah 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 okay is it my turn i think so okay cool pew, pew, pew. all right do i look kind explain that's such an interesting question kind look yeah. what does that even mean i don't know like, yeah would you think i look kind yeah i'm trying to think back to my first impression of you mm. like when you were in the auditorium <laughs> yeah you look kind yeah you have a so- you have soft features Aww. in your face 
Thank you. So it's not as like sharp mm. and like fierce. Mm-hmm. You just don't have like an RBF basically. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I think I have a sad BF. Like a, a RSF. A little. Resting sad face. A little, a little. I've been approached by strangers or like people passing by in the hallway. And yeah. like, are you okay? <laughs> and I'm like, what? what? <laughs> I'm like, what? Yeah. Um, I would definitely think you look kind as well. Like, really? especially when you smile. Because like, I feel like when we were first meeting each other, you're like, you wouldn't just be like, Hi. I'm Annie. Yeah. Like, you definitely smile, and, like, you have such a sweet smile that, like, goes to your eyes, and, like, I think that's just such, a, like, a beautiful look, and it's like, oh, I just want to get to know this person. Girl, you're so sweet. Thank yeah, you. of course. <laughs> it's right. me now. Last level one. Wild card. Oh, my gosh. What is this? Make an assumption about me. <gasps> Make an assumption. I need to think about this. Yeah, I don't know. Let's see. Make assumption. assumption. I feel like this is kind of also, like, almost like a first impression or, like, kind of just, like, a gut reaction of, like, if I was a stranger and I saw you, what would you assume? Like, what would I assume? I'm thinking deeper. Like, something that I just assume about you. Yeah. Or it could be, like, as we know each other right now, like, what do I assume about you? Hmm. I feel like right now... In terms of where we are in life, yeah. I would assume that you were very excited, but also nervous for like what's to come. Mm. And that's I think true. that that's a good thing. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And I'm I'm also excited and nervous for you. But yeah, I think there's a lot of great things that are coming your way. And I'm I'm looking forward to wow, it for you. Thank you. <laughs> I assume that you are sad and nervous for fall semester because it's going to be really different but you try not to think about it too much because you know it'll make you sad that is literally like you hit it right (laughs) on the head like I literally was talking to this to Kenny about this last night I was like I feel like I've been like focusing on really random little things to like distract myself from like my friends are leaving yeah. and like fall semester is gonna be really different and we're going back in person which yeah. I'm excited for but I'm like so scared yeah like anything could happen you know and it's like COVID is not gonna disappear so yeah yeah but I think there's still like a bit of excitement so I'm trying to like hold on to that too mm-hmm. wow yes That's okay great. level two okay level this is two. the connection, connection level level one was perception, perception. okay Oh, interesting. What lesson took you the longest to unlearn? That I don't need to rely on a boy to make me happy. Mm, That's a hard one. Yeah. That's really hard. I feel like for me, it was that like, especially like speaking to my own career and major, that like school is not the end all be all. You know, like school does not define who you are Mm -hmm. and your grades do not define your intelligence yeah I think not even just like coming from an Asian background and again just to reemphasize like I was not in a very traditional household where I was like pounded for a pluses stuff like that like I was in a very lenient household but just the school education system in general like in my international school even in college it's like so much weight is put on your grades yeah and it's like truthfully it really doesn't matter too much you know like your GPA is not going to define your whole life and your career path yeah um and I think that's like I'm still struggling with that and I'm still trying to let go of like 
you know, like, oh, I'm sad I didn't get a good grade on this or, um, you know, being too happy about getting an A because it's like, again, I'm placing value on something that doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. So yeah, I feel like that's the hardest one. Yeah, that is pretty hard. Definitely. And you had a lot of pressure growing up. Yeah. Yeah. All right, your turn. What title would you give this chapter in your life? Oh my god. So you, what chapter would you give your own chapter? Yeah. Okay. Oh boy. I was asked this recently and I don't know the answer still. (laughs) I would say probably like something like a roller coaster Mm -hmm. or like, you know, or maybe like a climb. I feel like it's been a lot of ups and downs, but there's always been like a good thing at the end mm-hmm. you know there's always been like some type of not reward but like something happy at the end mm-hmm. so i wouldn't say it's like only down you know what i mean yeah but there's been a lot of ups and downs mm-hmm. yeah what about you mine would be trust mm, i like that to trust that god has a future for me yeah yeah and just like Lined trust up. that everything will work itself out somehow yep, exactly yeah it's so that's hard a good one. it's hard because yeah. like the last year we've literally had to like kind of be blind you yeah know? yeah yeah wow (laughs) all right next oh wild card ask a question you'd be too afraid to ask something you wouldn't dare to ask i i don't know (laughs) dare to ask dig deep don't be afraid do you honestly think we have been less close this semester i would say probably yeah because like just circumstantially like I've been really busy, but I think, like, okay, let me change my answer. This is not, I wouldn't dare to ask, like, I would just ask you normally, but. (laughs) But it is, like, a deeper question. Yeah. I feel like I wouldn't say we're less close emotionally. Mm -hmm. I think we actually got closer, like, this semester emotionally because of, like, you know, this podcast and Mm -hmm. because our time spent together is shorter like, we cherish the moments that we are together more, and, like, we kind of make more out of it. Um, yeah. I don't know. What do you think? Like, how would you feel about that? About what? What like, I just asked? Yeah, like, to your answer. Um, I think we have, like, drifted apart mm-hmm. a little bit. Like, we do have the podcast to work with, but it's hard for us to find time yeah. outside of, mm-hmm. like, work yeah. to, like, just hang out and catch up but also it's because like there's nothing going on in our life yeah that there's like nothing to talk about Mm -hmm. like there's nothing deep to be said or discussed Mm -hmm. because we literally just live life Mm -hmm. the same every day so it's it's also circumstantial Mm -hmm. yeah i definitely wouldn't say like anything happened that would like make us not be close yeah like i don't i wouldn't think that like anything was like bad or that anything like shifted at all i think it's really just like the state of the world and like kind of how we've had to deal with it in our house (laughs) you know yeah yeah oh my gosh i don't have a question yet i don't know what to ask i'll give you a minute um ooh, i have one it could be kind of like a two-part answer okay do you think like i mean you don't have to be scared do you think like we'll be able to stay as close as we are like once you move away um and like you could also answer by saying like how we could stay close yeah. i think it's all about i was talking about this with my friend 
um it's all about how much effort both yeah. parties put mm-hmm. in so it's like i can say i think we will if i put in the effort right. but it's like you also yeah. have to put in the effort um i was actually talking about with my therapist yesterday and she was saying like that it's totally possible Mm -hmm. to have like close friends even when you're Mm -hmm. really far but you both just have to like keep up with each other yeah but i do think like especially in the beginning we'll it'll be so busy for me and for you yeah i'll be getting a new job moving in like it's gonna be really chaotic um so might be a small pause mm-hmm. there but i feel like we always bounce back yeah no and i feel like what. we talked about it before when there's like ebbs and flow in your relationship yeah. and friendships and it's like it's never a bad thing right yeah. it's not like oh we had this dramatic like fight and mm-hmm. it was like a whole flaw yeah it's really just like we just have to live life and now that we're not in the same household we'll yeah. just have to live life a little bit more separately um yeah. but yeah i definitely think especially because we're both so like method I always struggle methodical with. yes <laughs> methodical that like if we make time for each other like that's all we have to do you know yeah. like we just need to like pencil it in and then we'll be like you know this is my friend time with annie and like yeah. we'll catch up we'll like facetime and stuff like that yeah. and i think like you know traveling will be easier in the near future yep. so it's definitely yep. something that is possible yeah and with our podcast we'll keep it up yeah exactly yeah more episodes to come. Do not fret. Yes. Is it <laughs> your right. turn? I think it's your turn. Do you think the image you have of yourself matches the image people see you as? Oh my gosh. I feel like no. Because I talk about this a lot, but I think that people like have like a better image of me. But to me, like they think I'm this like put together like can do it all like Mm -hmm. person but to me I feel like I'm really scattered all the time or like I'm like barely holding on sometimes or like I'm like struggling to balance certain things but then like from the outside because like I never allow myself to like drop the ball completely right so I'll always get whatever I need to do done but to me it's not to my 100% effort but then to the other person or the other like group or party or whatever they're like, oh my gosh, you did so well. Like, you did so much for mm-hmm. me. And I'm like, I literally put in 50% of what I could yeah. have given you. And I'm disappointed in myself, mm-hmm. right? It's not like they wanted more. Like, they're happy with what I gave them. But I'm like, I wanted to give you so much more. Mm. So I think, like, I definitely have high standards for myself. So, like, I think people see me differently than I see myself. Mm. I'm very hard on myself, mm. I've learned <laughs> in the past It's hard years. to remove that negative self-talk. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think I'm really different. I think people think that I have my life together mm. because I appear as this mature yeah. figure to other people. Um, people get really shocked when I tell them I deal with really bad anxiety. Right, yeah. They're like, I could never tell mm-hmm. because you seem like the calmest person mm-hmm. ever. And I was like, no, in my head, yeah. I'm like spinning a thousand miles per hour. Yeah. But like what I'm saying might sound different. Yeah. Um, and people also assume that because I'm more Mm well-spoken, I guess. I mm -hmm. think about my words before I speak. And so people think I'm very, like, um, what's the word? Like, type A, kind Mm. of. Um, I think I can be, but I think I can also be more chill. I don't know. (laughs) I feel like you have a very calm energy. Like, the way you speak and present yourself, like, your body language is very, like, relaxed. So I can see why people wouldn't think that, like, 
you know, you have, like, anxiety or that you are, like, thinking about a billion things at once because, like, I totally see that. Yeah. I just don't have, like, a hyper personality. Yeah, So yeah, I yeah. won't, like, overreact right, to situations yeah. or, like, be really expressive. Right. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Last one. Oh, wait, no. Yeah, last one. Oh, another one. Admit something. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Admit does this have to be dramatic? Nah. Anything you want to get off your chest. This is such a broad statement. Yeah. It could be about anything. Admit. Hmm. If you have yours, feel free to go. But hmm. I need to think for a second. I feel like for me, I would admit that, like, I still struggle with, like, being truthful with myself. You know, like, with, like, the state of my mental health, with acknowledging, like, you know, like, when I'm in a lower state of mind and when I, like, need help, I feel like I still struggle with being okay with that and being, like, okay, yeah, I need to kind of take a step back from all external things and just focus on me for a while. And I find it difficult to do that because I'm so concerned with, like, oh, I need to, like, do this for someone else or do this for like my club or something and I still focus a lot on other people or things instead of focusing on myself mm-hmm. yeah hmm what category do you want me to admit <laughs> um because I, I have so many things I could admit yeah <laughs> I mean whatever you want whatever is more comfortable for you um that dating throughout college is not as fun Mm. as it seems all the Mm -hmm. time like it's a lot of work and commitment and if you're not willing to put in the work then like that's why so many couples break Mm -hmm. up in college Mm -hmm. because it's just too much Mm -hmm. to deal with along with like your school and it's a big commitment and people are always thinking that oh we're like the perfect couple like you guys are gonna get married like we always get comments like that but it's like it requires work mm-hmm. and effort and it doesn't mean that because you have to put in effort it's it's bad, bad yeah. relationship yeah no that's very true i think like dating in college is like in college you're still so young and yeah. you're still learning in school right but at the point of your relationship like you need to be so mature yeah you need to be able to overcome like the stupid drama you need to be able to like if you want a relationship not just dating for fun yeah like you need to grow up a little bit because you know like that part of your life cannot be the young student that you are at school like you need to separate that because there's so many external factors that come into play like you could be like especially with us at northeastern with co-op and like possibilities of being abroad and stuff like that like there's so many circumstances that would separate you Mm -hmm. from your significant other and if you can't like deal with that and you can't like mature enough to be able to understand those circumstances and know that it's not personal yeah then you can't have a relationship in college you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like I think a lot of people in college assume that like oh dating is like easy it's fun like we're in the same school it's whatever but like truthfully you actually almost have to work harder because you're in college rather than like if you're an adult like outside and you're just working a nine to five and then you have your evening free like you Mm -hmm. have a set kind of routine and schedule but yeah Mm -hmm. yeah that's a good one yes all right 
we've made it to our last level reflection go for it why do you think we met oh my gosh i feel like i don't want to sound like super cheesy or like too spiritual but i feel like we met because we balance each other out Mm -hmm. and like we needed to form this like harmony Mm. of like two parts of a whole you know what i mean like i think there's no way it was a mistake yeah because like i was in the wrong place in orientation that's so true like i was put there for a reason you know like i was sent to the wrong um auditorium and then i ended up having to go somewhere else we met for like 0.5 seconds yeah we didn't even exchange our names and then somehow we met again because of our each of our roommates yeah and I feel like it was just so, like, put in place. It was, and like, we had I to picked my roommate. So it was, yeah. like, it could have been anyone. Yeah, I like, picked. I picked my roommate, too. Yeah. So both of us, like, picked our own roommates. And we somehow ended up meeting each other. Yeah, I agree. It's crazy. I think we met because at the time, I needed a friend that would that could give me that, like, emotional mm. support that I needed. Mm-hmm during that time and also because like we of of that friend group like we were the only ones who had anything like really in common in terms of like where we were from like not only international schools but like also both like being close to hong kong and like stuff like that and i think even though we didn't get like super super close in the first year i think we always had each other like in the peripheral as like a comfort you know what i mean like, I definitely knew, like, if I needed someone to talk to, like, I could definitely talk to you. And, yeah. like, you would understand what I was trying to say because, like, we have that mm. same background. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Aww. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so cute. Hehehe. <laughs> what do I need to hear right now? Tell me, Annie. What do I need to know? Uh, what do you need to hear right now? Can you think of something? Like, do you have anything to say to me first? Yeah, sure. I can't form the proper words right now. I feel like I want to tell you that, like, you should be confident in yourself and that I know you're going to find a great job, even if it's not something that you're passionate about right now. But I know that you would never, like, do something that you are unable to, like, enjoy and I know that the future seems really really like uncertain right now and that might cause you a lot of anxiety but I know that like it will be amazing no matter what it is because you're the type of person that will like make something great no matter what the circumstances are and like I know that you're going to create a great future for yourself and that you'll pave a path that you will love and it'll lead to other great opportunities and I have zero concerns that like you're gonna that you're you're not gonna do that because I know that you're going to make sure that happens and even if it is hard and there's like a struggle and it might seem like not everything lines up immediately I think I know that like you'll be able to sort it out in the end and you'll be happy oh thank you that was so sweet okay what I have to say to you is that you are not defined by your work and your achievements Mm -hmm. and your career and the amount of activities that you participate in 
And this next year, like, I really want you to remember that as you take a break from your clubs Mm -hmm. to just remember that what you do doesn't, is not who you are and that's not who you're defined as and that you have the ability to be strong outside of feeling like you have to prove yourself in the activities that you do because you've done enough and you are like enough yeah thank you yeah (laughs) I feel like I always try to like think about that but it's like hard to convince myself you know yeah what's the hard part like what do you mean convince yourself I don't know I feel like it's just like because of the kind of I don't want to say toxic but like because of the environment that like exists in an international school Mm -hmm. where you're everyone is striving towards like college right there it's not normalized to like not go to college not that I ever like didn't want to go to college but I think the basis of getting into another school motivates so many people to like want to be a well-rounded student Mm -hmm. or like you know honor societies and like all this stuff and doing all of these things and I think once I started realizing that I was good at, like, organizing stuff and I was good at, like, doing clubs, I latched onto that mm. because I was getting praise for it, mm. you know? And it's, like, I wouldn't have cared if no one told me it was a good thing, right? Yeah. So, like, I think – I don't really know what the solution is, but I think that it's just, like, a school environment is a breeding ground for, like – causing complexes in people and causing them to think that they need to do certain things to prove their worth Mm, and it's like you know like all of these things I never would have done unless I actually cared about it right I'm never doing anything just because I want to like prove it yeah but at the same time it's like how did I like condition or how did I learn to care about it Mm -hmm. is because I was told it was like a good thing Mm. So I think it's just, like, trying to unlearn that. Like, going back to the question about, like, unlearning something. I think it's, like, unlearning that you have to equate everything you do to, like, something else. Yeah. Like, you should be able to just do something because you want to do it, Mm -hmm. right? Not because you have a reason to or because you have to. Um, So, yeah. I'll definitely take that into the next year. Definitely. Yes. All right. Your turn. Wild card. Write down one thing you want to let go of this year, read it out loud, then rip it up together. Where's the paper? Um, It's over there, but we can just Okay, we can use a sticky note. Can I get a pen? One thing you want to let go of. All right, we can have some ASMR paper. (laughs) And some pens. And then our ASMR ripping of the paper. Yes. Oh my gosh, I want to let go of. Hmm. I don't really know how to write this or like define it in one sentence. While Cheyenne is writing, uh, what is everyone up to? <laughs> All right, what did you write? Uh, fear of the future, no matter the outcome. Mm, I like that. I wrote body image expectations. Mm. And I feel like, in terms of like, I always want to be fit and like do fitness and stuff, but like I don't want it to be about like how I look. Yep. Right? Or like, yeah. All right, ready? Tear it up. We. I hope we can hear it over the mic. Bye, fear. Goodbye. (laughs) We love a thicky queen. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Oh, it's my turn. 
You are beautiful. <gasps> Thank you so much. <laughs> what can I help you with? Help me with? Yes. Um, checking in on me every once in a while to see how I'm doing. Because yeah. lately I feel like I've forgotten to like reach out to friends mm. to talk about my life and stuff. Um, I have stopped ranting to friends as much mm. or talking about issues that I have in my life. Yeah. Like I just keep it in yeah and just wait to talk to my therapist about it but sometimes she's not my only emotional support yeah like I should also lead in on my friends especially because I can learn to relate to other people when I start revealing what's going on in Mm -hmm. my life yeah I feel like it's also important because it's like having a therapist is good as like a third party who's not involved in everything but also like having someone who actually knows the context and, like, can give you more insight on, like, what is actually happening in the situation is helpful, too. Because, like, you could get kind of information that you didn't really think about yourself, right? Or Mm -hmm. that your therapist couldn't have given you because they're not here. But, yeah, I'll definitely do that. Yeah, but she's, like, not a friend. So it's, like, she can't provide you with Mm -hmm. that insight. Like, I feel like she could give you, like, very good, like, objective yeah answers and like solutions but sometimes all you need is just that friend to be like yes sis (laughs) you got it like yes you know like that like hype person to like kind of just validate your feelings a little bit yeah definitely yeah I'll do that for sure yeah and like also I feel like sometimes therapists uh don't really call you out yeah you need to they're Mm -hmm. always like I'm on your team I'm with you and sometimes that's not what you need to hear yeah I feel like for me, I think we kind of talked about it earlier, but I just like really hope that we can like keep our friendship going strong, like Mm -hmm. as we move into the future. And that would mean a lot to me because I'd be very sad if we were not friends anymore. Of course. Why wouldn't we be friends? (laughs) I don't know. I just get so scared. I literally have two friends. (laughs) And when I move, I'm going to have no friends. I feel you. I feel you. I'm. I feel like I'm gonna be pretty lonely yeah. when I first move. No, and I will definitely be here to like. You can literally call me any time of day, and like I will pick up, even if yeah. I'm like at work. Especially anything. if I live alone. Yeah. I'm gonna be like so bored. You know what I realized? What? So like everyone's going back in person, right? But my yeah. job is completely remote. Oh, right. So I'm literally gonna be home alone. Like no one's even gonna be there. Like at least True. like during the last year, like if I was on co-op, like some of you know like either one of our roommates or like you we were on the same cycle so we could like mm-hmm. hang out or we True. could like do something after work but like literally next year I'm just gonna be like alone on my computer with no one around me and I'm gonna be like mm, that's <laughs> I mean you could go to like we work yeah I could definitely like go to but, like some and curry places. and like chilling like that will be more of a thing yeah, yeah true again so yes we can always be there for each other yes. in the next year I love that Somehow we accidentally made the final card the last one, so... Wait, isn't it supposed to be the last one? Yeah, it is, but, like, I, like, oh. shuffled the cards, and it just ended oh, up, perfect. like, being there. Perfect. Alright, so the final card is that each player must write a message to the other. Fold and exchange. Open only once the two of you have parted. Okay, so we're gonna write these car- uh, this letter after we, like, wrap up the episode, and then we'll post a picture on our Instagram for everyone to see. Yes. All right. So do you have any, like, final thoughts of, like, playing this game? Like, how do you feel about it? I know we only played, like, with a couple questions. Yeah. So we definitely would have played for longer if we played it for real. Mm-hmm. Like, what are you thinking? What are you feeling? Hmm. 
I think it's a fun game. It's a good concept. Mm -hmm. And it helps you reveal different things about people that you think you know the most. Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. Yeah, there's also, like, another part of the game that we didn't really use this time, but it's, like, a dig deeper card. So if you're playing with your partner and you think that they're holding back, you can use your dig deeper card and ask them to, like, answer more, like, kind of go more into their answer a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, So I definitely think this is a great tool to, like, kind of force uncomfortable conversations if you want to take it that way um and there's also extension packs of this game kind of like um cards against humanity where there's like a relationship extension pack there's like a friendship extension pack there's like they say they're they advertise it like there's one for every stage of your relationship Mm -hmm. so there's like a breakup extension Mm. oh wow so like you could literally sit down with your ex and like talk no thank you yeah i don't think i would be comfortable (laughs) with that either no But, yeah, I think this is a great concept. I think it also stemmed a lot of, like, other cool games to be invented. I've seen some that are, like, with um, specific towards, like, Asian audiences Mm -hmm. where there's topics that are really hard to talk about with Mm. other people. So, or, like, with your family. Yeah. So, yeah, this is great. How about we wrap up with one final question? We can each ask whatever we want. Anything. Free for all. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go for it. Um... We'll have to think first. Yeah, we'll think a bit. (laughs) You can ask anything you want that you've been wondering. Do you want me to ask it first? Yeah, ask yours first. Okay. What's the hardest thing you're going through right now? Oh my gosh. I don't really know. I feel like... I mean, it doesn't have to be, like, dramatic, right? Yeah. I think it's the hardest thing is, like... It's super random, and I think about this every now and then, but, like, with therapy and stuff, like, I'm not seeing a psychiatrist, Okay. so I haven't been, like, officially diagnosed Mm. with anything, and I think that, like, it's not something that's, like, really hard, so to speak, but I think it would provide some, like, clarity and closure if I knew for sure that, like, you know, like, I have depression or I have anxiety or even like I think the biggest thing I've been wondering about is like whether or not I have ADD yeah because like my brain is like I just thought like my brain is really fast Mm. so my thoughts are like really quick but then as I like got closer with some other people and like they actually are able to see like my brain work and like I'm sitting next to them while I'm working and they notice that like I switch gears like six times within an hour um I feel like that's not so to speak like a normal reaction (laughs) or like Mm. a normal way of working so I think that's one of the things that is like kind of a struggle right now it's just like not really knowing exactly like what is going on in there but it's definitely not something I'm like Mm -hmm. upset about or like really like struggling with but you can 100% do like a psychiatric assessment Mm -hmm. they have a lot of those yeah I I was looking into it yeah yeah um my question what other than like I guess like diving a little deeper into like the aspect of fear like what like what is your worst case scenario like what are you most afraid of Mm. that could happen like in the future yeah or like anything that's like you're afraid of right now um like what would be holding you back I'm afraid of being comfortable Mm. like I don't want to like 
being comfortable in the fact that you know maybe I have to move home with my parents Mm -hmm. I'm going to be comfortable living Mm -hmm. there uh, working for my parents Mm -hmm. I'm going to be comfortable with that job yeah or I don't know like comfort is part of it like being stuck Mm -hmm. so like staying in Boston Mm -hmm. and feeling like I'm stuck here um another thing would be being lonely Mm -hmm. and alone like Mm -hmm. moving to a new city and feeling like I won't make any friends and that I'll be like really depressed and like by Mm -hmm. myself and that I would have made a mistake right but nothing's ever a mistake it just like what if it feels like that yeah like I fall back into a dark place Mm. with my anxiety I think that's my biggest fear Mm -hmm. because I've grown so much this year yeah with my progress towards managing my anxiety that it would just hurt me so much for me to fall back into that dark place yeah I know you mean I feel like in terms of the comfort thing I think that's a good fear to have like we talked about this before but I think it's so good that you can recognize that you want to like put yourself in an uncomfortable position in order to like um in order to grow and in order to like learn something new so I think that's amazing that like you can even know that you want that right so I think that's a great fear to have um in terms of like the whole like going back to like a darker place I totally know what you mean yeah and I feel like that's something that I've been, like, really nervous about, especially, like, seeing where I was in high school and, like, not really ever being in a place like that until, I guess, recently and, like, with COVID and, like, the past year, I feel like I've kind of reverted a little bit. But I think, for me, the way I look at it is, like, it's definitely a different circumstance, mm-hmm. right? Like, the reason for, like, this dip in mental health is, like, something completely new. And I try to see it as, like, a new opportunity to, like, grow in a different way Mm -hmm. and learn more about myself and I think I think the worst thing you can do is like fear it so much that you don't let it happen and then it manifests in an even bigger way yeah right you know what I mean like if you just bottle it in and you're like pushing it off Mm -hmm. forever and then suddenly it presents itself in like a horrendous way yeah that could harm you even more Mm -hmm. And I feel like I understand, like, when you say, like, you think you're going to be lonely or it could be a possibility. But I think, again, like, you're never truly alone, right? Like, you're never truly, like, going to have to go through it yourself. Yeah, that's true. Like, I'll always be here. Like, you'll always have friends that you can, like, reach out to. And I'm sure there will be, like, new people that you can make friends. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, of course, there's, like, Yu Chen is going to be there, Mm -hmm. too. So I think definitely not dwelling on, like, being alone and searching for those opportunities and I think it's like a great opportunity to meet new people and like you know get more different types of friends too mm. so yeah. yeah thank you fun fun okay so I guess let's dive into this week's life hack yeah so this week's life hack is that being vulnerable is important. So please don't be afraid to share how you're really feeling to your friends because that's what they're there for. They're your friends. Mm-hmm. So they're there to support you. You're not a burden to them. Yeah. And even if you feel close to certain people, there's always room to help each other more as friends. And the only way you can find that out is to be open to them. Yeah, definitely. I think like especially with people like your best friends, like you might think you know everything about them Mm -hmm. or you think you know what they need. Yeah. But the only way to know, like, 
how you can be a better friend is if both of you like open up more and you are vulnerable with each other so I think that is the most important thing yes so thank you for tuning into our podcast episode we'd love to hear from you so be sure to leave a review wherever you get your podcast from you can check us out on instagram at barelyadulting.pod we'll talk to you later